0: Welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks answer to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. This is both in our own lives and the world in general. My name is Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen.
1: Yes, you are.
0: And she keeps getting text messages during What's the show. A... But I put my uh... phone on silent. <laughs> It's all good. I think it's funny when you, you listen to a podcast and you hear yeah. like somebody's phone.
1: That wasn't my phone. That was Morse code oh. coming in.
0: Morse. But uh, <laughs> I, I like uh, when, when you hear dings and they don't even like acknowledge that it dinged. Like, yeah, <laughs> just keep talking. Like, when you check your own
1: phone, you are like, "Was that me?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or was that on the?
0: My phone doesn't make that noise.
1: I hate when there is police sounds in, on the radio a when you're in your car and you're like, oh my gosh, are they <laughs> following me?
0: Mm-hmm. Then you pull over.
1: <laughs> you pull over. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I'm gonna take my hoodie off. Uh, ah, That's better.
0: So how was your Thanksgiving?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was great. We uh, visited some family. I made some pies. Mm-hmm. I made some mashed potatoes, some Brussels sprouts.
0: Wrapped in bacon.
1: Wrapped in bacon. I Like I said, I was gonna, on Thanksgiving Eve, I was thinking about it and I did it. Nice. And uh, it made the Brussels sprouts taste like bacon and it made the bacon taste like Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. You would think the bacon would overpower the Brussels sprout, but it, it actually didn't. Don't you agree? I don't know. It tasted good. (laughs) Anyway, and they were giant Brussels sprouts, so I had to cut them in half, most of them. Anyway. How was your Thanksgiving?
0: It was good. (laughs) It was good. I'd like to also, the uh, tree lighting that they they do and we go to.
1: That was fun. We had some friends come this time.
0: Yeah. Our friends came to the tree lighting, our family, your parents, my dad. And mm-hmm. then we got some pizza. And then we ended the night with the traditional watching of White Christmas.
1: Snow. Snow Snow <laughs> I like how they like make the little Model on the table. Yes. <laughs> like <that> was... Snowy <laughs> Ellen, truly. Where but did that stuff that? come from? Where did <laughs> yeah, they get the mini trees? Yeah. But anyway, and every time I watch White Christmas, like all I talk about the whole time is how small that one lady's waist is. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I don't know. <laughs> we watched it so many times. <laughs> Mandy. I don't know I
0: Bing Crosby and Danny Kay. That's uh,
1: yeah, like I know. Well, I know. Um, oh my gosh, Rosemary Clooney. Mm. Is that her name?
0: I don't know the other one. George Clooney. <laughs> he wasn't in it. I don't even know if he was born. Uh, yet.
1: Now I have to look this up, but I don't remember the other. Look, one. I mean, know. we watch this every year. Look, I should know. know these names. Anyway, the, the theater, other one,
0: the theater. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen. Ah, uh, yes. So she doesn't pretty much doesn't have a waist in mm. the movie. It kind of looks like like maybe it's a missing ribs kind of thing or That's weird. So she looks exactly like that 50s Barbie doll. Mm. That I don't know, one of the first Barbies. I don't know even know what year they came out, but anyway. Um, she looks exactly like those first Barbie dolls, but anyway, anyway, I don't know how she, <laughs> how there's like organs that fit in there
0: and she like, like dances the whole time.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty crazy.
0: I like the scene uh, when, uh, I think it's the Mandy scene. Yeah. Uh, and they like throw her down the steps basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the guys are, like, catching her, flipping her over.
1: She's, like, crazy. crowd surfing
0: yeah. down the steps.
1: Extreme. Like, <laughs> extreme.
0: Choreographed uh, crowd surfing. I <laughs> almost said clown surfing. <laughs> <laughs> clown surfing. I just, now, there's a thing. I you just had start.
1: a scary vision in my head. When a clown on the
0: surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> clown
1: surfing. <laughs> oh, I might have nightmares later now.
0: Pennywise <laughs> surfing, yeah.
1: What are we even doing here, uh, today? What, what are we even doing here today?
0: Uh, <sighs> well, I'd like to open up with this text of scripture from Colossians 1, verse text 9 of to 11. Scripture of text. And the word says, And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. Hmm. Now, the reason that I read that is because uh, of a question I was asked recently. And basically the, the end there, you know, Paul's, Paul's writing this, Uh, To encourage uh, believers Encourage Christians in in Colossae And you know It's always encouraging to know That people are praying for you So Paul's writing Encouraging them Saying we're praying for you um, That they would increase In the knowledge of God Being strengthened with all power According to his glorious might For all endurance And patience with joy So he's encouraging them That they would increase In the knowledge of God be strengthening, uh basically to endure with patience and joy. Um so what was the question I was asked today? I have it here. Let me pull that up.
1: <laughs> There's a sleeping baby right next to Daryl. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he's going to sleep through the whole thing.
0: Yeah. So, let's see. Here's the question. How can some people find Christianity and be all in right from the beginning, and others walk the journey to have a deep connection with God? Wait, hold on. Let me read that again. <laughs> How can some people find Christianity and be all in right from the beginning, and others walk the journey to have a deep connection with God? And it seems to take years or forever.
1: That's a good question.
0: Yeah. So basically, why do some people just jump right all in as soon as they're saved and seem to have that connection right away, but others will walk on the journey but seem to have more like fits and starts and Mm -hmm. it takes them a while maybe they feel connected. So I wouldn't necessarily... You know, from an outside perspective, say that that person's not necessarily connected. Right. And I would also say that just because one person appears to be connected doesn't mean they necessarily are either. That's true,
1: too. Yeah. I think I've seen it both ways.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, for me... Well, um, sometimes they aren't connected. (laughs) Yeah. You know...
1: But it's not for us to judge. Right.
0: Yeah. And for me personally, my walk, it's only, you know, been a short time, mm-hmm. about six and a half years. And I'd say from, like, the time I was saved, like, right away, I jumped in. Uh hmm Right? <laughs> and that's what it would appear, I guess, people. Yeah. You know, seeing social media posts or talking to me or uh, just a- any contact with me, you would see. Yeah, people definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all in. And especially people that knew me before to
1: know me now Mm -hmm. would would say that. Uh, Well, I remember the video of your baptism. And back up a little, I did not go to his baptism because I was um, not a Christian at that time. But um, So I, I regret that. But I remember watching the video and... The pastor saying, now this guy, like saying, this guy jumped all in or something something along those lines. Like, hmm. you know, um, so it was apparent from the very start. Yeah.
0: And, and I don't know why uh, in, I think partially maybe it's my personality that, mm-hmm. that I would like, when I believe something, you know, I'm, I'm in it and I will promote it. And <laughs> <laughs> And encourage people.
1: And that's why I think a lot of people also thought, oh, this is just going to be <laughs> a, a religious phase for Daryl. Right. Like, you know. But...
0: But I believe, you know, me having that personality is something uh, something God wired me with, right? And then he was taking me through all these other things mm-hmm. until finally he drew me to himself. And, you know, basically maybe he's like this is what i gave you that personality for to to be an evangelist mm-hmm. to share the gospel to disciple others encourage others you know cuz i've always you know when i was a trainer the point of me being why i wanted to be a trainer wasn't necessarily so people you know would would have strong muscles or be fit you know mm-hmm. I, I always rather uh, when it's, I love the encouragement part.
1: Yeah, you need then, to help other
0: people. Yeah, and a lot of that world is Eastern philosophy, uh, yeah. New Age thought, think Think and Grow Rich, that kind of thing. Tony Robbins, you know, Walking on Hot Coals, Power Positive Thinking. So I would, you know, read those books and read Tony Robbins, listen to tapes from Tony Robbins, and use that stuff to try to encourage people. Hmm. But then. When 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 uh, when I was born again, like you start reading the Bible and you see some of those things in the Bible, yet not.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, it's almost like the New Age took things from the Bible and and twist them a little bit, yeah, to f- make it about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that book, The Secret. Like, yeah. they'll take things. Like, if you read The Secret, you might think oh, this is biblical, but it's not. Like, it'll take things and make it sound that way. Uh, but anyway, I'm kind of getting off course. But <laughs> but that's, like, for me, at least, that's uh, maybe why it might appear that I, uh, I have been like, more connected with God or maybe it appears that I believe more than somebody else does. But, well, and you can you can know the Bible and not know Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's, uh, tons of scholars that study the Bible and they're not saved. Like they would even admit it, that they're not saved.
1: Then again, anything you talk about all the time is what people are going to know you for, right. like are going to, you know, mm-hmm. like people are always telling me I'm so crafty, you know, it's she's just crafty. That, I'm just gonna, <laughs> <laughs> like you're crafty. What about this? Or like, you're crafty. Like, I'm like <laughs> I think it's just cause that's something I like doing, you know? Yeah. Like, whether I'm good at it or not, like, anyway.
0: Yeah, I think for me, like, I, you know, want to know why I believe what I believe, right? So uh, I listen to podcasts all day, I listen to sermons. Uh, You know, I'm in the Word.
1: Yeah, you have like a genuine hunger.
0: Right. And I, I think it's
1: to know more and more and more.
0: Yeah, something that God's maybe that, like, is. My spiritual gift now that I'm saved is to be an evangelist um, maybe eventually pastor. but that's something. so he so I had my uh, already pre-saved wiring that he gave me right to <laughs> to be an all in type guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: And now he's taken that and and gifted me with a hunger for his word to where I can use that to be an evangelist. Right. You know, to, to share the gospel, spread the gospel, to teach. So.
1: And a lot has to do with like, you're just saved, right? Like a lot has to do with what your first influences are. Hmm. Um, cause that could, I don't know. Like, like we talked about this in other podcast I'm sure about like finding a church and stuff like that you know if you're not in a solid church that's going to influence you one way or another and if you're listening to people who are who have false doctrine who aren't really preaching from the bible Mm -hmm. then you're not really gonna grow and learn if they're not encouraging you to to grow in in God's word you know right then maybe you might your whole sanctification process could be a little slower because you're kind of being fed the wrong thing mm-hmm. at some, you know, sometimes.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, again, you know, we're still kind of young in the faith. So maybe there'll be a valley later. Like, I hope not. I won't keep this. That's the what seal. people keep
1: telling me, too. Yeah, like, because like, <laughs> I don't feel like I've had one yet.
0: Right. But I wonder about but, that, too, right? Because. And and I'm sure like, e- even some of the people we listen to, like the pastors mm-hmm. and preachers who've been pastors and preachers for a long time, like maybe they did go through, yeah, a valley here here and there. But I just can't imagine it being that long for them. Like like John MacArthur, who's been preaching for years, like yeah, years. Like was he ever like, not? Like, did he ever? John Piper. But how deep does the valley go? I mean, right.
1: Does that mean you're like think you're that you don't believe for a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. and then come back to believing, or or is it just that you're not reading your Bible for a month or something? Like I don't know.
0: And again, people that might read it all the time still might that might be a valley. Like, yeah. But what I love though is is this question. Not necessarily the question, but when people ask questions like, you know, how do how do I connect more with God, or the one that you get sometimes, how do I know that I'm saved?
1: And just the fact that you're asking that, yes. I think,
0: yes, <laughs> just if, if, the if fact you're, that you're asking
1: that means
0: if you want to get closer to God, yeah. People people who who don't care, like that aren't saved. That are, right. they're not asking those questions. Exactly. Like, you, So it's, it's always a good sign. That shows a
1: hunger in itself in that question. Mm -hmm. That, and
0: I'll tell you, yeah, there, there's times when I'm like, not, it's not, it's not necessarily doubt, but you start thinking about things like, Mm -hmm. is this, is this true? Like maybe it's doubt. I don't know. But, and, and then something will happen to me at least where like, I'll get into a debate (laughs) of some sort and I'll look into these things deeper and I'll be like, "Yeah, this is true. Like, mm-hmm. there's no
1: other way, right?" And I think that's part of the whole design too. Like that mysteriousness that makes people doubt and makes non-believers say, "Oh well, look at this. You know, you there's no way to know completely." But like, if we did know completely, then then we would be God, you know. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way. That he could have us know completely, then the whole the whole plan would be pointless. Mm-hmm. So that that's where that faith and trust comes in.
0: Yeah, it's 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 an individual walk. Everybody right. walks. We're not alone in this walk. Like, so we have each other. Like God saves you, puts you in a church family, puts other believers around you, even if they're not in that same church for fellowship and felt what fellowship true fellowship is it's not just hanging out and talking about movies and stuff like that I yeah. think some people get that screwed up felt christian fellowship is hanging out and talking about things of god mm-hmm. like asking questions uh i actually just list, did you listen to pastor luke's sermon today i think this is why it's fresh in my mind because he was talking oh, about didn't. this his his uh, pastor luke's sermon from, from this past week yeah no i didn't uh-huh. listen to it yet. yeah it's it's the seventh one of the okay church according to to jesus mm-hmm. and he was talking about fellowship and i think about this a lot too and exactly what he said was uh christian fellowship is hanging out and like asking your brother or sister in christ like so what's what's god's been saying to you in his word how's your prayer life mm-hmm. like getting yeah. deep into the spiritual things mm-hmm. because anybody can just hang out and talk about movies or sports or right and there's a good thing too we can talk about that, that. yeah but but Christian fellowship is talking about Jesus, talking about Christ and what, what, what's going on there. Asking these questions, like like asking the question of somebody that you've seen walking with the Lord, looks close to the Lord, like, what are you doing? How, do you, how are you doing that? And
1: I find it hard to not talk about. Oh my god and everything like when we're what? with others it's like i
0: can't not like always wait. hey what's your what's your church like like
1: it's never about mm-hmm. other things like now well, i'm trying to think like oh my gosh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh the baby's waking up i want uh, him to wake up actually yeah i can't really i have a hard time keeping him awake in the evening so that he'll sleep a little during the night but Anyway, (laughs) so he's just sitting here.
0: But, uh, yeah, it's good. And then then you get to share, uh, like, Scripture with each other. Like, when, you know, I was asked this question, I, I was thinking, like, immediately, okay, well, let's start here. Be assured of your salvation. Go read Romans 8 mm-hmm. and then read it again. <laughs> there. So that's your you starting be, point. You, you want to connect know. with God. Know that you are saved. If you believe Jesus lived, died, and rose for you, you can know right now. Nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That's your starting point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then just pray. Pray biblically. Read the Bible. Pray. Cons- mm-hmm. You know, Talk to, uh, like you we were just saying, fellowship with other Christians and that will start to stir your heart for God, for the things of God, and then be closer to Him. You know, I'm not where I want to be. Like,
1: You never you know, get there.
0: No, until we look through the glass dimly, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We we don't see in full. We don't know in full. But we are still fully known by Him. And yeah, just just thinking about salvation... That should encourage us, like, yeah, you know, that God would save a wretched sinner like me, would, would put his son on the cross, pour out his wrath on the son instead of pouring it out on me. And then those things should make us long more to know him, to be in the word more, to see oh, who is this God that would save me, this holy God that would save me. Right. And that'll continue to transform our lives. And like I was saying before, it's an individual process. So not everybody has that same walk because God has, does have, and we say this a lot as Christians, a personal relationship Mm -hmm. with each person he saves. So not everybody's going to be a clone of each other. We're to imitate Christ and sanctification is to make us more into the image of Christ. But if we were all at the same point, then what would there be to encourage each other? Like, True. Yeah. <laughs> this this side of heaven, we're the body of Christ. We're each a different member of the body. Like, so the hand is not not the yeah. foot.
1: We each have different gifts, spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. Our pastor talked about this week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our pastor um, preached a great sermon on spiritual gifts and yeah, and and our and, gifts and the are,
1: difference between talents. Yeah. On spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm.
0: But. Our talents can also be used, right, to bring glory to God. So we can have that natural talent, but then, like I was saying before, I'm, you know, I'm an encourager. Like I believe God wired me to be all in and to encourage people, but then He saves me, and now I have this drive to want to know Him more, so I can encourage others to know Him as well. Uh, I want us to. Share this. I just saw this post on Facebook. It's a quote from. Let's see if it pulls up. A, a quote from uh, John Newton. Not Newton. Fig Newton. Newton. And I don't think he had anything to do with inventing the Fig Newton either. <laughs> but I like those Fig Newtons. I haven't had them in a while. I know. I used it's to been like tear time. like tear them in half, and then stick them back together like it was a magic <laughs> trick. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's pretty good. Yes.
0: So John Newton, I believe he was a hymn writer, too.
1: Not not Olivia
0: Newton, John. Not Olivia Newton, John. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so John Newton, this quote says, Remember, the growth of a believer is not like a mushroom, but like an oak, which may increase slowly indeed, but surely. Many suns, showers, and frosts, Pass upon it before it comes to perfection. And in winter, when it seems to be dead, it is gathering strength at the root. Hmm. Be humble, watchful, and diligent in the means, and endeavor to look through all. And fix your eye upon Jesus, and all shall be well.
1: Hmm. That's pretty good.
0: Yes. That's pretty good. Pretty, like pretty, 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 pretty good. So it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a process. This Christian life is a process.
1: And, and that's a good point. Like, you will have different seasons. Like, some seasons where you just buckle down and kind of study and sharpen your sword, mm-hmm. you know? And then other times where you're, like, just out there, you know, walking the walk.
0: Right. And he wrote Amazing and, Grace, so... He would would know (laughs)
1: about
0: that. Well, he actually, I believe his backstory too. He was like a slave owner and then... Oh, wow. Got saved and wrote Amazing Grace and... Hmm.
1: And then the, you know, the people that are in your life. Like, I feel like if you hadn't gotten saved first and then... Like, I don't know that I would have.
0: Hmm. Well.
1: Well, I mean... (laughs)
0: We're Calvinists, Karen. (laughs) You would
1: have. You would have. (laughs) Well, yeah, this was the plan. So, yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) God planned for you to be. Yeah. In my life. And then, you know, who knows?
0: It's usually, I think a lot of times you hear it the other way around. Usually.
1: The wife, is, the wife is yeah.
0: saved first and then eventually the mm. husband. But
1: Yeah. Because we're all... all about the feels, you know. Mm-hmm. We started going to church. We're like, oh Yeah. We have to take the family to church 'cause we want like we want to do some something wholesome for our family, so is he all right? He's snorting.
0: <laughs> but that is also a testament to like the power of prayer and Praying for your unbelieving spouse So You know Don't be discouraged This is I know off topic But don't be discouraged If you're saved And your spouse isn't saved Keep praying Keep having Asking Your other Christian Brothers and sisters To pray for that spouse And You know Trust God right. It's in his hands
1: So But anything? don't marry an unsaved
0: yeah, don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is another topic for another Duh, day, yeah. <laughs> but it's not encouraged to marry if you're saved to marry an unsaved person. That's
1: like thinking you're gonna fix them yeah, thinking you're or whatever. Fix them you're gonna
0: probably dating them isn't encouraged either. Yeah, it's uh,
1: yeah. But if you're already like in our case. Yeah. Well, well we, neither of us were that. saved. If, you know, if, <laughs> we were equally yoked yeah, if, in uh, unbelief.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. The Bible. We'll, we'll do a whole podcast on that. But yeah. In short, if you're married and you get saved while you're married, don't leave the unbelieving spouse.
1: Yeah. Pray but, for them.
0: Yeah. Pray for them. And How we'll, many
1: times have we said? We'll 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 talk about that in an upcoming podcast. I don't know. And we'll have we to have to go it. back in
0: the archives because <laughs> we're... we're always like, what should we talk about this week? I know. We have a whole <laughs> other we're... podcast telling us what to talk about that week.
1: I know. But anyway, what was they doing? Oh yeah, looking something up. Mm-hmm. We are drinking eggnog right now. Yes, Turkey Hill eggnog. Turkey Hill. One of the guys on my worship team. My worship team. Yours. <laughs> it's, it's all yours. My... <laughs> So your worship team. Yes, it's my team. Gave me a 20 minute uh, speech about how Turkey Hill vanilla bean ice cream, not the regular, the all natural Turkey Hill with the black rim top is the best vanilla ice cream in all of the land. So, and I did look for it at Walmart tonight because we, we had to go get formula. After the baby's doctor appointment. And I looked for it.
0: You couldn't so, find it, huh? I don't
1: know if he listens to this, but I looked. I couldn't find it, so I got Turkey Hill pumpkin pie ice cream instead. <laughs> so we're gonna try that later. All
0: right. So we'll 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 wrap this up. Now that you all want your wanna go get your eggnog. <laughs> uh, or some kind of dessert. But I'm gonna read a little bit of.
1: Uh... We'll wrap it up pretty with Christmas paper and a bow because it's six-inch ribbon curls. This is six inches. That's one of my first <laughs> memories of Luke from 270. Or, well, that's one of my first memories of, of meeting Luke, our one of our favorite pastors, because <laughs> I was doing crafts in the kids' room, and he just came in the doorway and said six. <laughs> six inches and i was like oh <laughs> uh, anyway i was like who is that guy <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> the children love the books i don't
0: know why that's my favorite I don't,
1: I don't children love the books <laughs> 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 uh, still my favorite christmas movie right.
0: anyway uh, Back to the Word. (laughs) Romans 8, verse 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he for, sorry, those whom he predestined, he also called, those whom he called, he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. But the key I want you to get there is that we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So I wanted to end there as as a word of encouragement that if you're struggling out there with with your belief or struggling out there with uh, Praying for others to believe. Take heart that in that that God is working all things together for good, for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. So if you have your trust and faith in Christ, you have been called according to His purpose. Amen. Amen. So <laughs> check us out on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Bookface. Book. On the book face, on the twerk, on the Twitter, not twerk, (laughs) twerk. (laughs) on the Twitter, Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, and on, uh, not Podbean, we're not on Podbean, why am I thinking that? SoundCloud, yeah, SoundCloud, that's the one, and leave a review, that's it, if you have any questions, comments, concerns. We don't care. No, it's just <laughs> uh, Contact us. Ask us questions. You can suggest uh, things that we can talk about on this podcast. And if you'd like to be a guest, I don't know how that would happen, but you can let us know if you'd like to <laughs> be. already have some lined that'd up. that would be cool yeah. if you'd like to be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> would you like to be a guest?
0: I'd like to be a guest. Yeah. But anyway, I've talked enough. Yeah. And back to you, Karen
1: <laughs> And the weather tonight is Flooding, frightful. flooding frightful. Weather
0: outside is weather
1: <laughs> Flood warning until Tuesday um, Alright, well Until next time, we pray that you seek the kingdom of God And that you will continue to learn What we are even doing
0: here Grace and peace Children love the books.